When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rat Sound Review. This is album versus album. Hello. 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 <laughs> Can't believe you guys got on board with that. You like a lot of cheesy stuff. I, I can't even say that because I like some cheesy stuff too. What? That's one of the best songs I was forced to listen to the debut for this album's album, and I was impressed. I feel like the title track is a little weak, honestly. Am I going to get crucified for saying this? Yeah. Please get me off this fucking program. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to...
evening, ah. and welcome to, uh, what show is this? Oh, Rats Out Review. Album, album versus Out. Versus Out. It, it's been a long day for me. It's been a real long day, so I forget what the hell's going on. Just sitting here along with my pumpkin, all by myself. My homemade pumpkin. What is he getting? I've got the juicy mullet gum. Wow. <laughs> You must just have like random stuff all over your house. I really you do. To... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he just fell. <laughs> That's great. Uh, dragon went black. Nice. Dragon oh, I didn't. I didn't fall. The phone fell. You fell. You know you fell. I if I tried... fell, there would have been some noise. <laughs> how falling works. Uh... But. Wow. I do have the novelization of the first Tim Burton Batman movie. Not bad. I, yeah, well, we were all holding up weird things. <laughs> it is not, this, I think I had that one at one point. Brought to you by Total Wine. What's this? What's he pulling out of his wallet? Oh. No word. All right, brother. Is he going to get some more juice? Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's start the show off with what are you wearing today? John, what are you wearing? I am wearing a classic t shirt from the Canadian punk band. Uh, can you see that? I see it. Yeah. Clear. The Day Glow Abortions. It's an album called Two Dogs Fucking. It was their fourth album. And it's a, it's a Canadian classic. Yep. Very nice. Real nice. And it's also, most importantly, Two Dogs Fucking. <laughs> I actually wore this show in anticipation for my uh, Uncle Saxon's amazing true life story, but it don't look like we're going to get to that tonight, so I'll bring it up tomorrow, or next, next week. I wasn't ready for that, too. I, you know what? I kind of forgot about that. I did end that show a little early, didn't I? <laughs> we can always do it. I'll just add it on to the other one. After this. Sarah. What about you, Greg? What are you wearing over there? Come on. Uh, not the Hoople shirt. Uh, I got it. This phone's gonna fall again. The other week, see, I can't do this on while I'm sitting. You know, you need a selfie Whatever. stick. Good enough. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you can hold it with your third hand, and you can just do whatever you want with your other hand. Yeah, I think I guess you can see it a little bit better. That's good enough. We don't care. Good looking shirt, man. Thank you. And I am wearing a Halloween shirt, a very uh, vintage Halloween shirt. I shouldn't even be wearing the shirt right now. What uh, year is that from? <clears throat> I don't remember. 90, um, 94-ish? 95-ish? He calls 94 vintage. No, right. <laughs> yeah, it I is know, vintage. that's what I mean. 96, 96. Even worse. That is vintage. Just, you can't buy this shirt anywhere. Did you find like a bootleg? Italy. Yeah. Are you sure that's 96? I thought that was a little later than that, like 98 or so. Oh, no, no, no. no You're right. 96. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Master of the Rings was 94, and I believe this album was 96. Yeah, I had, to, I had to think about it there for a second, but you're right. Yeah, proved you wrong. Anyway. That's so, okay, it's just Halloween. I don't know a ton about them, so... <laughs> hey, don't rip on my friend Wayne! I wasn't ripping on Halloween. Yeah, he was. Thanks. No, I wasn't. John's my new friend. 
pretty soon when Troy comes back, I'm kicking Greg off the show. It's just going to be me, Troy, and uh, John. Uncle Sex. Well, okay. all froze up. Oh, he's not. What? I thought he was all froze up. No. It did freeze. I didn't hear most of what he said. I said, since you had to talk to me like that, it's going to be uh, me, John, and Troy when Troy comes back. And you're going to be off the show. Okay. That's okay. He's been talking about growing out dreads lately, so. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. No, I do not have a <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Come on, you look good. I just, I would never. You already look like a fucking hippie, so. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing is, I don't really care for hippies. <laughs> as long as you don't smell like one, you're all right. All okay. Right. <laughs> All right. So, what are we doing tonight? Uh, Turbo Sin versus Turbo Judas Priest and uh, Ultimate Sin Ozzy. Right. You know, I really did not like Ultimate Sin. Not at all. When I first heard it. Oh. So I was yeah. really what? No, I was gonna say I. It's never been my favorite, but I never outright hated it. However, mm-hmm. there were songs I didn't really care for before, and listening to it all the way through this time around, I noticed a few things I hadn't before. Like what? It's a really strong guitar album from Jake E. Lee. Yeah. Um, he's definitely the highlight of it. Even the songs that suck pretty bad, like... Yeah. Uh, Never Know Why, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, he still gets off some really good guitar playing in it. And for for the most part, the stuff's pretty solid, you know, because yeah. Bob Daisley's still writing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's just the direction they were going in that doesn't really allow for a ton of creativity. <laughs> right. Yeah. How was Bob Daisley still being sucked into Ozzy Camp in 86? How did that How did that work? I believe he and Jake were still under contract after Bark at the Moon. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And then um, Sharon and Jake got into it over royalties over this album because Jake actually wrote pretty much the whole thing with Bob Daisley. The only song Ozzy had a hand in at all was Shot in the Dark. Which, arguably, is probably the song's, I mean, the album's best song, but that's because of Phil Susan. That's, that's, that's but, the bottom of the barrel, if you ask me, for that well, album. Well, that's why I said arguably. It's yeah. not my favorite song at all, but, I mean, really? I like it. I like it, but it's definitely not my favorite. I mean, you got the title track, Lightning Strikes, is my personal favorite. Even Thank God for the Bomb is a pretty good song, though. I love Thank God for the Bomb. Nuke Nuke yeah, exactly. You like he's that got song? Such a, he's got such a nice, meaty riff in that song, too, man. Mm-hmm. Killer of Giants is cool. That yeah, one, it's okay. it, if I'm in the mood for it, yeah, but I, I that one's just kind of weak overall, you know what I mean? Well, it was their second single, and they didn't have anything else to go with, so. They should have done the title track, but, you know. <laughs> I didn't know there was any singles released on his album. 
Really? You didn't shot, know Shot, shot in, in the, the Dark was released as a single? I did not hear Shot in the Dark until um, that live album that he did after... Um, what the hell's that album? Um, no, no Tears. Oh, oh Live and Man Cometh? Yeah. No, no uh, live, they, live and Loud. Live and Loud, yeah. I saw the live video, I'm like, oh my god, that's a really cool song. So I had to go find the album that song was on. And I did, and I was like... Six in the video are pretty hot. That's all. That's as much credit as I'll give it. I didn't even know there was a video. I'll have to watch the video. Yeah. Check it out. It's cheesy. You'll like it. <clears throat> I'm sure it is. It's 80s. <clears throat> but that's like one of my favorite Ozzy songs, Shot in the Dark. It's a good song, but... It is a cool song. I like that song. I mean... It's really about as close to a throwaway glam single as Ozzy ever got. I mean, it's a good song. It's just, there's nothing really distinctive about it, I guess. Other I just than like the, the fact that Ozzy is singing it. Yeah. The chorus <laughs> is cool. I like the chorus. It's just, it's a good song. Well, that's kind of why we're doing these two albums, because 86 was the transitional year for every yeah, American or non-American so-called heavy metal band everybody went totally commercial and and did the poofy hair thing and you know i mean from wasp to to saxon you know I'll, I'll yeah. saxon put out a clunker or two during that yeah. era but uh yeah everybody got super polished and wanted to sound like under lock and key and i i personally thought it was a downturn yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i after listening to this album um it, it did grow on me a little bit more. I, I don't hate as much as I did, because I, I completely hated this album. I just liked <laughs> Shot in the Dark, and that was about it. That's but, funny. Uh, yeah. Well, because there's a lot of stupid uh, lyrics on this album, like the Secret Loser. I think that's like that's a stupid chord. Dude, that is actually that's probably my favorite song off this I lost, album. I lost. I lost sound. What did huh? you say? I lost sound. Said so that's you say actually cause probably my favorite song. That's probably my favorite song off this I record, think actually. Jake probably shreds best on that one. Yeah, yeah he really does. Yeah, no, I like it. It's just I don't like the chorus. I just wish it had a different name, you know? Uh, what's uh, the chorus for Never Know Why? Re-Rock, he says that so many times. So that's, that kills me. I, I hate that song. And most of it's rock. because of the... Yeah, yeah, we're, we're good. That's... That song is on my level of annoyance with a Blue Oyster Cult song that I can't stand as well what? called Let Go. I can't think of what that one is. It, it's on The Revolution <clears throat> by Night, but it's got this real cheesy chorus where Eric Bloom screams Let Go a couple times and then he goes, B-O-C, you can be whatever you want to be. Something about having the power and the key. It's... It's cheesy and it sucks. I wish I never did it, but that's the equivalent of never know why. <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, the song you like, you guys like, Lightning Strikes. It's a cool song, but I don't like the uh, chorus again. It's like, I won't stop rocking all night. Won't stop rocking all night. Rocking, yeah. It's, See, but I, I mean... Okay, it's that time of it's that period in time, you know. It's every song is about rocking, so yeah. I mean, the the lyrics are a little dumb, they they usually are, but that's a good song, and I don't think it hurts it at all by them being silly. 
Uh, coming off the the last three albums, this is the the lyrical content on this album is silly. Well, yeah, a lot more silly. Even sabotage, even sabotage was silly in '86, though. Not this silly. They weren't rocking. Pretty damn silly. They weren't really rocking though. They were writing songs about sirens. Yeah, well, whatever. Dungeons. Look at what Def Leppard did on Hysteria right after this. So, you know, at least uh, Bob Daisley didn't drag him that far down into the mire. <laughs> we got to we gotta uh, blame uh, Mutt Lang for that shit. Yeah, that's true. Hey, if it wasn't for them, him, they would have never got where they got. Oh, well. <sighs> that's another topic for another show. We'll do a Def Leppard yeah. thing tonight. <laughs> Did I hurt somebody's Def Leppard feelings? No. No, Ken's not on the show anymore. Yeah, no, that, that's Ken. <laughs> that's nuts for hysteria. Just for one second, I wish he was. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Hey, back in the, back in that day, yes, I would have been crying right now after you said that, but not today. That was my that was my life album that back then, Hysteria. God. What, um... What, al- what album is uh, Let's Get Rocked on? Is that Adrenalize? That's the next album, Adrenalize, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I I hate that song. I hate that record. But, uh, yeah, that record I, sucks. Yeah, it was very I, had, uh, I had like front row tickets to see them at one point uh, when they were playing with Journey, I think it was. They did a couple stadium tours with them. Oh, but God. I was up there with this uh, British woman that had been a fan of theirs from the early days or whatever, and Joe Elliott goes, "All right, are you ready? Hey, let's get rocked." And she gets up on the barrier at the end of the orchestra pit and says, "No, why don't you go get fucked?" <laughs> gets back down. I hate that fucking song. <laughs> well, I bet in that accident it sounded sexy, right? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, that album was very disappointing. But uh, back to the uh, Ultimate Sin. I do like the the opening track, Ultimate Sin. Uh, Secret Loser is okay, despite the stupid chorus. Never is okay. Killer of Giants is pretty cool, I thought. Uh, Fool Like You and Shot in the Dark, my favorite Ozzy song. Uh, you totally left out my favorite song off the album. Lightning Strikes? No. Thank God for the bomb. Yeah. I don't like that song. I, I do. Oh, my other cool thing about uh, favorite thing about this album is the uh, artwork. I really like the artwork on this album. <clears throat> and you like yeah. the vi- uh, what's that? You like the video because that chick's all over the shot in the dark video. Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll check out YouTube later. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, some really cool artwork on this album. What are we giving this album? Let's do that after Priest. Yeah, well, after we, Priest. Okay. Yeah. All right, somebody start with Priest, because i got to take a drink of water. Well, again, a transitional album. Although, <sighs> see, one one thing about Judas Priest is I really learned over the years to kind of um, appreciate each album differently, because Judas Priest kind of always seemed like they were in search of making it there. But they had no idea what it was mm-hmm. or how to get there. So sometimes albums are drastically different from the preceding ones. But um, they still managed to sound like Priest on this, despite what some people say. Yeah. And uh, you still got songs that are classics like Turbo Lover, Locked In, and Hot for Love and Reckless. 
But for, uh, again, you know, they were really in uncharted territory using new styles, new instruments in the spots. Drums, and, so. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, that's just a battle 86. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But this is uh, one of my favorite Priest albums. <clears throat> yeah. It has been since I've heard it years ago. All right. You never hear that from anyone, ever. No, no I love this album. And That's I listen... What? Okay, I've never heard anybody really say favorite, but I've heard more... Other than it's favorite. not my favorite one, well, but it's other, one of the well, favorites. Yeah. I've never... <clears throat> I've heard more people say they like this record, though, than dislike it. It's better than Ram It Down. The opposite, man. I've heard people just absolutely rip on this album. So have I, and I don't understand why, because... Yeah, it's uh, cheesy 80s, but if you listen to it and, and get out of whatever, you know, if you're listening to it now, of course you're going to mm. think it's stupid and cheesy. But you got when you listen to albums this old, you have to put yourself into that time period, I think. Yeah. You know? And that's why I think a lot of people have a hard time doing, just forgetting about what you know time period they're in listening to the album. Just fucking listen to it. Because every song on this album is like really good. The only song I'm not crazy about is um, what the hell is that song? Uh, it's towards the end. Um, I can't remember the name of the damn song now. It's well, probably it's... Wild Nights Hot and Great. No, I actually like that song. Oh I, God, I might be the one after that. <laughs> hot, hot, hot for love. Yes, hot for love. I didn't care. What? Yeah. That's one of the best songs on this record. No. The best song on this record is Reckless. Yes, it is. I'll agree with you there. Gotta make a song. What's your favorite song off of this album? Out in the Cold, man. That 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 fucking song changed my life. That is a good song. How'd it change your life? The year was 1986. Is this a sex? Honestly, I had fourth row for this show. Um, just a, a little backstory. Everybody was it was the heavy metal parking lot. If you ever seen that uh, that little documentary, not what I wanted. Yeah, it's it's all about the Priest Turbo tour, and they were in Maryland. You know, when before Greg was even born, mm-hmm. the year before you were born, I believe, right? Yeah. What are you yeah. looking for, Greg? What's going on? Is there a ghost I'm in your looking room? Looking for my bottle of water, man, and I'm not sure what I did with it. But I've heard this story before, so I'm going to get another everybody one. Was, yeah, everybody, everybody was out partying and doing, tipping over, you know, uh, bathrooms and that sort of thing. And uh, I'm like, fuck this, you know, Wasted's opening. Right. Wasted was opening for Dokken, who was opening for Priest. And I'm like, nobody's going in to see Wasted? This is mm. Pete Way from UFO, man. This, is, this guy's a freaking legend. Mm. And I walk into the venue, which was the Met Center in Bloomington, Minnesota. Uh, it's where the North Stars played, just for your, you know, <laughs> information. You've grown um, up in Minnesota your whole life, right? Since I was three, yeah. Wow. Where were you born? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Bewitcher. Anyways, uh, so I go in, and there's maybe 500 people just milling around while Pete Way's up there doing UFO classics. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? I, I You know, there was... There, I was like the only one really watching. There's maybe a dozen people around me, you know. Everybody else was still getting fucked up in the parking lot. 
waiting for docking. I'm going to be rocking with docking, yo! <laughs> for the 19th time this year. Docking opened for everybody in 86, man. I That's why maybe I still don't like docking all that much. But anyways, uh, Pete Wave killed it. And we'll go on with album versus album. Just wanted to throw that in there. Well, that concludes Saxon's story time. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Good story, though. Okay. But as far as I, I'm concerned, out in the cold. Oh, that was where I was going, out in the cold. Yeah. At fourth row. And, uh, you know, the, the, the curtains open. And the, uh, the uh, synthesizers come in. And, you know, you know how the song goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this uh, drum beat. Bam. Yeah. And the light goes over uh, Dave Holland like this. Bam. Yeah. And then he goes, bam. And then Ian Hill walks out on the stage. Don't, don't, don't. And this, this, this little spotlight over him goes, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> And then KK and Glenn come from either side, and the spotlight's on him, and the crowd's just going fucking wild at this point, because they want to see Rob Halford, man. All of a sudden, Rob Halford comes up from out of the stage on this claw thing, and the crowd just goes absolutely wild. And, uh, whoo! Nice. So good. So good. Best... Opening intro of any concert of the 5,000 concerts I've seen in my entire fucking life, bar none. That does sound pretty cool. It was excellent. I mean, uh, if you get a chance, uh, also watch uh, not just uh, Shot in the Dark, but watch uh, the live version from Judas Priest Live of Out in the Cold. You'll see what I'm talking about. Nice. You'll have to link Mm -hmm. me to it. I'll forget. Cool. That was it looked like it. <laughs> See what you guys are missing? You don't watch the videos? Uh, all right. So anyway, yeah, one of my favorite Priest albums. I love Turbo Lover. I like that song. Locked In's cool, even though the the uh, lyrics on the verses on that one are really cringeworthy. <laughs> but I'll deal with it. Uh, Private Property. I, basically all these songs. The only one is that one, uh, Hot for Love, I'm not crazy about. Greg loves Private Property. <clears throat> Private Property is garbage. It's oh, a really? good song. I like that song. <laughs> really? You want to talk about, keep your hands up, Private Property. Those lyrics suck. The song <laughs> doesn't go anywhere. It's boring. Next. Of course, it's cool. And I feel like a, a lot of next, this... next is parental guidance, which isn't even worth discussing. I like and then, this. and then you move on to yeah. Well, we've seen where your opinions have gotten <laughs> us before, and neither one of you should like parental guidance. Yet you do. <laughs> Love it. And the, what's cool about this album? Uh, Halford does a lot of different uh, vocal styles. I think on this one, and that song "Wild Nights." Uh, he kind of sounds like Brian Johnson a little bit. On the uh, intro, like on the verses. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. Like, yeah, uh, I've never really thought about that before. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And uh, I like the vocal lines that he does on Reckless are, are awesome. That's why I like that song so much because he, the way he like does those high notes, 
like he does he's low and then he goes high and then he goes back down again that's that's really cool shit that he does uh, just uh that's my favorite priest song that and and sentinel wow mm. yeah that's that's so high choices. Uh, there yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's right i'm real high <laughs> oh look at him he thinks he's a stud now <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. all right so i i my my opinion is that i love every song on here yeah. It was the very first CD that I'd ever heard in my entire life. Mike Mastersky got the first CD player in 86 of anybody in Northeast Minneapolis, but he could afford it. So um, the first CD he got when he got a CD player was Turbo. And we listened the fuck out of that album every single day with the five foot hookah and the fucking lovely ladies. And it's very, very uh, sentimental to me. How much did that CD cost back then? Oh, it had to be twenty bucks, easy. Really? Yeah, I was gonna say it would have had to. There was eight hundred itself, so (laughs) yeah, crazy. Remember when he uh, jumped out of the van and said, "Look what I got!" I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" (laughs) I (laughs) hope that existed at that point. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, later earlier episodes, I didn't get into priest till. well, I was always into Priest, but I never really bought any albums till Jugulator. And then right. from there, I had to work myself back. And, uh, yeah, that's a weird jumping off point for sure. It is. It really is. So I just um, on that album. Since what? Oh, yeah, since Hopper wasn't on it. Yeah. I was always interested because, you know, I, I did like Priest. And um, I always was interested to hear how um, Ripper Owens was doing. You know, like uh, Rob songs and stuff like that, and I want to see what he brought to the band and what his songs sound like. Cause I really didn't hear nothing, and uh, I liked it. But of, of course, I liked the Halford stuff way better. You know, I think Ripper did a great job doing the Halford stuff. That was why he got he hired. Did. He did. Yeah. I I really like Jugulator too, though. I, think I do that's too. A great album. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, it's okay. But his when he did the live stuff, so I put the live went from a really good album to the worst album they ever did. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Demolition, Nostradamus, and Rama Downhall have a three-way tie for worst album for me. (laughs) Nostradamus heads and tails over those two albums. Nah, their quality's all pretty terrible. Well, Demolition's definitely the worst. I don't think you could put out a worse (laughs) record than that if you tried. (laughs) I think Under Blood Red Skies is a cool song. That is the best song on that album. Yep. I I don't. There's one I like a lot on there, but I can't Johnny, be good. The, the God, no. Grandma <laughs> no. Downs also also kind of a cool song. I like it. That's true. Yep. Okay, there's two. You know what? It, it, it might be the title track I'm thinking of. Actually, yeah, Grandma Downs is a good song. But there and there's another one that's kind of stupid, but has a pretty good groove too. Um, oh, Love Zone. I can't even think what that sounds like. It's again, it's not really that great of a song. It just has a good groove to it. <laughs> mm. All right. So what are we giving these two albums here? I'm going to give uh, Priest eight, and I'm going to give Ozzy six. I'm going to give Priest 9, and we give Ozzy 6. Um, even though 
Turbo was one of the first cassettes I ever had, and I think the first cassette I ever listened to in a car, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I would, well, I can't rate either one of them as high as you guys did. <laughs> actually, I probably could have went up to nine, because I do like the album a lot. But with the electronic drums and some of the questionable lyrics, I got to do eight. All right. I guess I give the <clears throat> Ultimate Sin a six and Turbo a six and a half. Really? That's it? Well, I only like five songs off of it. Come on, I we've mean, had this discussion so many times and you've always been a Turbo fan. I like it. I, it's just not a great record. I mean, just it's, it's, the just six, no, six and a half is... About where most albums that aren't great, but I mean that's a C or something. I'm sure I don't know. Reckless well, it's my alone. favorite Priest album, so I I gotta give it at least a nine. Yeah, Reckless oh, alone yeah, has to give the album a seven. Give no, it a seven, that... Dragon. Give it a seven, Dragon. 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 I can give it a, can give it a seven, but then since we're changing right. the rating system, Ultimate Sin's got to come up to a six and a half. <laughs> Regardless, Priest won this episode. Priest won this one, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, there, there's no question about <clears throat> what has the better uh, <clears throat> song quality writing-wise and just how the album's put together. It's definitely Turbo. Even though I don't like half of it, the songs that I don't particularly care for, they still work within the context of the album. Right. And they push it along like they should. The only, only one on there I really find unlistenable is just Parental Guidance. And that knocked it all the way down to a seven, huh? No, I would I would never listen to private property unless I had to. Same thing with Rock You All Around the World. We're gonna rock you. We're listening to on the way home from Thor on Saturday, right? I'm playing fucking parental guard guidance on repeat all the way back to Bloomington. You guys have seen Thor? Obviously I have headphones, so I'm not that concerned. You guys are seeing Thor on Saturday? Yeah. Really? It's our buddy Tom Croxton from Impaler. Get him on the show. We will. We Get will, but he, he's kind of on tour right now. I don't care. Tell him to stop. We're more important than this tour. We'll talk to him Saturday. He'll definitely come on. Oh, yeah, he will. When Whenever he's free, he can come on, obviously. Yep. But I talked to him months ago, and he never got back to me. He did, but he, he kind of stopped. That's because that's you, man. Where was? Yeah, I was just... gonna say I talked to him a little while back. I'm sorry. He... Who got who got Steve Kaczynski on the show? Uh, oh, good score, good score. Yeah. Who got? Uh, who else have we had on? Uh, Pete Silk. Who got him on the show? Me. Who got who? the guy from Iron Savior? I wasn't who... here. You weren't here. Who got uh, Jan uh, Booning on the show? Me. Wait, we talked to Iron Savior. I did. <laughs> you weren't. Was that? You weren't. Yeah, okay. You ditched me on that one. You had to work. Oh. When do we get the guys from Pink Cream '69 on? I can't wait for that night. We can. Do you like them? I like a couple of their albums. I do too. I couldn't really tell you much they've done since about 1993, but... Electrified was like a masterpiece. Yeah, it was. Just in case you ever get them on. What's 
Shit, what's the name of the first record? Pink Cream 69. No, the one after that. Uh, one Size Fits All. Yeah, that, that one's my favorite. That's a really fucking good album. It's a good album. All right. Well, I'm not going to say anything. All right, good. Don't. <laughs> All right. That concludes album vs. album. Until we meet again next week. Indeed. Adios. Thank <laughs> you.